1: Mid-flight brawl this week is once again brought to you by our legendary mates over at Heaps Normal. It's independent, non-alcoholic beer that's actually good. It is fucking delicious, and I reckon, Heggy, the whole eastern seaboard's pretty much locked down. Um, well, Queensland just got out, for the two big cities, yeah. If you're, uh, you don't want to be going too hard in the paint at home. You know what I mean. You want to ease up a bit. Get yourself a few heaps. Normals. Oh,
2: for sure. You find yourself using the hairy side a lot less if you've got a clear head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll tell you what, I already made one mistake. My son's one month old, my, my new son, and I have woken up with one hangover yeah. and regretted it immediately. So I'm back on the fucking heaps normals. Get to heapsnormal.com, chuck in duty-free at checkout. You get free shipping all across Australia. And um, keep standing I, – I am enjoying the pictures and videos of what people are doing with their Heaps Normals.
2: Oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs>
1: You've really wound them up with the uh, – <laughs> I think it was the taking taking the vaccines out of the fridge at the hospital and putting your four-pack of Heaps Normal in there. Oh, yeah, right. And it really spurred <laughs> Australia on <laughs> to see what they can do with their cans. <laughs> anyway, heapsnormal.com, get them in you. It helps the show. We really appreciate it. Yes. Midair madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the GOKA. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali.
2: A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell
0: phones. Where's the lady that started the, sh- I, the, I, the is, talking to me. I hope this crashes <inters> out the fucking door.
1: Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody.
2: And I'm Luke Heggie. How's uh, Melbourne, mate? Back in the pink.
1: Well, we're just trying to show you guys how to do a lockdown. Mm. And by show you, I mean you know just a group of 70 people in a house having an engagement party with one fuckhead filming it. Oh, I don't know if you saw the news. Yeah, I saw it. You'd be ripeable at whoever filmed that.
2: Yeah, I see people down there turning on each other, the true Melbourne spirit (laughs) as well. I've been enjoying that, turning on their own. (laughs)
1: <laughs> We're all in this together until a couple want yeah. to get married during lockdown. Then fuck yeah. you.
2: <laughs> I'm having a daub.
1: I reckon I reckon there's a few people that, are, you know, maybe against certain groups of people and just found this opportunity to be,
2: you know, easy oh, pickings. A lot of opportunists. <laughs> We're all sitting there on the edge of our chairs going, I'm going to get these <laughs> passes one day. Got them. They just fucked up.
1: It's like Lurch, anytime Conor McGregor does something bad, I fucking told you. Yeah. But the um,
2: thing is, you've been telling her the whole time, just a yeah. basic fandom and the <laughs> fact of just where he's from, what he does for a job, how he talks. You called it
1: years ago. I'm looking forward to um, an episode, a Patreon episode of ours. Land Larrikins will definitely involve his pub, the Black Forge Inn. I think I've spoken about this before. He owns he bought the pub. The pub. Did yeah, he? he bought the pub where he punched the bloke, the old man.
2: Oh, right. He Not bought the, the pub
1: off him and then barred him. <laughs>
2: Hang on, was that the landlord that he punched?
1: No, it was just some bloke at the bar that wouldn't have his whiskey.
2: Yeah. So he went and bought that pub like a petulant yep. child and yep. banned that guy from drinking there. He'd probably been drinking there his whole life, very important to the Irish. Kicked yep. him out, done. Yeah. That's what you get for not going down when I punch you, that sort of thing. <laughs> what a bloke.
1: According to his Instagram stories, um, he's just doling out some uh, some very expensive lamb shanks which is the finest Irish pub fair.
2: Yeah. Well, they've really, the Irish have cashed in on that awful becoming mainstream sort of movement that we've seen the last couple of decades.
1: I think just because they nailed Guinness, they figured, you know, we don't have to really worry about the food because it's in there. It's all in there. It's like space food. It's got everything.
2: Anything you get's a bonus. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. Enough Guinness. Who cares what you have? I was in Ireland for probably nine or ten months, and I would have had Guinness four nights a week for dinner, (laughs) easy, five five or six pints, you're not hungry.
1: Well, not many other options. You got through the menu on the first two days. Did you have stew? Done. Had stew, had
2: beef and Guinness pie, had chips, finished.
1: Beef and Guinness pie is just stew in pastry with a bit of Guinness tipped in.
2: You don't even feel like a kebab or anything on the way home there. Like that's how filling Guinness is, quite nutritious. That's the
1: healthy option.
2: Yeah, I wonder if you'd still get scurvy in Ireland if you just had Guinness. If that would ward, oh. like if there's anything in nothing in there, obviously, but maybe there's a you know lemon wedge in the glass one time and they didn't wash it. That'd be enough to ward off scurvy, wouldn't it?
1: Somebody's ordered a pint of soda water with lemon before you. Thank yeah. Christ.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the scurvy at bay for another day.
2: Yeah. Kids, kids share a can of Fanta once a year. That's your vitamin C. Well,
1: mate, you've, you've worked in heaps of pubs. The thing that always got me that glass, the glass cleaner, Yeah, you know the thing that you put it in before the dishwasher, that I don't know how you'd describe it if nobody's ever seen it before. The upside down one. Oh, the, you talk about the bottle brush. Yeah, yeah, the bottle brush.
2: Uh, the three upside down ones in a tin. Just took, Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that. I don't know. It always just... I don't know how I'm at this pub, but I've never seen this get changed, and nobody told me to. So
2: it's yeah, it's nearly <laughs> full to the brim of detergent, not much water. So it's, it take your fucking few layers of skin off if you accidentally put your hand in. Um, it's also the brushes that are get you know people think they're being helpful when they just ram a napkin or something in the bottom of a pint glass. Oh, you got to clear that up and put your try to get your hand in there It it helps with that it just. You know, people putting things in their glasses, not on. Just to shit you by yes. the sounds of things. Well, um, yeah. by, the,
1: by the way, you um, you introduced yourself at the top of this episode by saying, I'm Luke Heggie instead yeah. of I'm TV panel comedian <laughs> Luke Heggie, which you now are. And I can see your teeth. I can see your shiny <laughs> Sepo teeth that you've got clipped on
2: for yeah. your appearance on what's the name of the show? That's cool. It's already gone to air by the time this goes to air, ah. so I'm probably reading the uh, the abuse <laughs> right now. Do you do you read everything? Well, no. I mean, I get emails. I've opened yeah. them, but uh, no, not really. I I try not to. It's fucking grim. Um, it's not. I mean, I've i got a thick enough skin to cop it. It's the audacity of people doing it that I'm offended by. <laughs> they don't know that I think it's funny. You know what I mean? They they think oh, I've got to tell this guy he's fuck with. I'm doing it. Yeah. I hate love. I'm, I'm doing it now. Shut everything else off. I've got to do it. <laughs> it's important. So that's what I don't like. But I'd, I sort of I direct them to the complaints page, but um, that doesn't work. They, you uh, moving any any complaints? com for a dollar? Shifting any units? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, nah, they're all friendly fire. I've switched to free. I've left it on free because $1 is just friendly like people going oh you yeah. deserve a dollar it's funny blah, blah blah you know you miss a point <laughs> i want people angry
1: i love you'd rather give it away yeah than people pay you but they've missed the point yeah have it you <laughs> fucking idiots um yeah. you're a tv panel comedian
2: yeah i did it's called question everything i didn't have to put a blazer on or anything they're very nice as far see how they edit it i don't know it was filmed today out tomorrow um I don't know. They could edit out everything I said. Who knows?
1: We're recording this on a Tuesday night. Mm. The ep comes out Thursday morning, obviously, AEST,
2: um, and it went well. Did you enjoy your time? Uh, I mean, it's not for me. You know, Desperate times, though. There's no stand-up. so It's not for anyone. Well, some people love it. I-, I mean, I'll do it, whatever. Rip some cash out of the ABC. Fuck yeah. That's what I'm paying tax for. Get, get a bit back on Mr. and Mrs. T-Payer.
1: Fuck yeah. Any taxpayer, we've got to tune into Heggy. Get on iView. What's the name of the show again? Question
2: Everything. Question Everything. Would you do Is that why they got you on, just for your general life vibe? I don't know. Look, what they said was like they're getting up and they're not having the same old heads all the time. They're getting a rotating cast of up-and-coming comedians, which I don't know if wow. I'm offended by or if it's you know good on you, but I don't Maybe know. Maybe
1: you're like Australia's Rodney Dangerfield. Just kicking off at fifty-seven or whatever.
2: Oh, is that is that how long I'm going to have to wait <laughs> before I'm allowed to? No, be no, a he was alright. He was
1: late forties, I think. Yeah. Dangerfield, yeah.
2: When he started.
1: And much like him, you don't get no respect. Yeah, I, don't so, get, I
2: get no respect.
1: <laughs> I love the, the the best part of that show being called Question Everything. Mm. I guarantee, when our agent called you to pitch you the idea, you said, "Fucking what is it? Yeah. Who's on it? Yeah. Why?" You actually were perfect. <laughs>
2: yes, <laughs> it was made for you. Yeah, no, that's all right. It was, a bit, it was a bit of fun, you know. It's, sort of, yeah. it's about the media. We'll see. I don't know, man. Fuck yeah,
1: I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to see Heggy's. Heggy's. You've only been in actual lockdown for a few weeks, and you've already pivoted. I've pivoted. <laughs> all right. You've done the classic
2: pivot. I did. I did turn up to the immediate rehearsal just before the filming. The wardrobe and makeup go. Are oh, you getting changed later? I said, no, this is it. Oh, has everyone else made somewhat more of an effort. It's like the,
1: the Comedy Festival Opening Night All-Stars Gala. They get you to bring, um, you know, outfits. A few, a few options. See, see what looks better on camera. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, these are pretty much the jeans and uh, you've got this black T-shirt or this one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Take the power away from them.
1: Nothing better than seeing someone steam a black T-shirt.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They do have to come out with a roller to get the dandruff off it. So (laughs) they earn their money that way. Uh, A
1: lot of beard oil if you're on the TV just for that night. Rest of the time, (laughs) getting around looking like I'm eating lamingtons. But for that one (laughs) special event, I will oil up the chin and cheeks. Yes. Um, Hey, we did a, a live stream show the other week. It's uh, It'll be up on our Patreon this weekend if you missed it. Um, and we're doing, so we only put it out, we we recorded it on a, what was it, on a Tuesday night, but we thought yeah. of the idea on a bloody Sunday. So we never actually got to plug it on the pod. Um, but join our Patreon, patreon.com slash Brawl and economy and up. Um, you will get uh, a free thing. We're doing another one next Wednesday night, Wednesday
2: the 25th of August. Yes, but the episode will be out anyway a couple of weeks later. As yeah. well last week's one will be out next week or two. So and If you
1: don't want to join our Patreon, it's 10 bucks, midflightbrawl.com. Get on there, get your ticket, have a bloody tune in as you'd say heggie, tip from the top. I believe economy in on our midflightbrawl Brawl Patreon, about the same price. So you'd be a fucking idiot
2: not to join. Yes. Get yourself the extra content. Yeah. And then don't forget to fucking quit like a grub before your month rolls around. We're not going to tell you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, mate. We better get cracking. Let's do it. All right. So uh, we are back in Canada again. Sick of everyone saying how wonderful the joint is. So here's the second episode in a row (laughs) from there. Sucked in.
1: We could just do it until the end of time just to really drum home. Just Canada. That you (laughs) Yeah, you shouldn't just go off yeah. a nation's stereotypes. Well, don't tell me
2: who's nice and who's not. I'll decide that. Thanks very much. <laughs> yeah, the
1: FAA will release
2: some stats. Don't tell me which which city is the most livable. I'll tell you. It's all right.
1: But, by the way, and I you know, I do love Melbourne, grew up here, live here now. A lot of friends and all my family here. It's you know, it's a, I like your tone when you're saying that, but yeah, go on. Livable doesn't mean best or most fun. No. It just means if you're fucking out in the sticks, you can still get into the city pretty easy. Yeah, (laughs) and schools are close by, and there'll be a bus. The
2: trains work. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know if livable is most fun. No, it's it. There are a lot of factors to the most livable though. Like you're less likely to get killed, you know, violently for no particular reason, that sort of business. Although, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Melbourne's not great for that. The other one,
1: though, I will say is that Melbourne is an actual city. I've said this before. Sydney, really reliant on nature. Same as Brisbane. Yeah. It's like, man, do you know how good Brisbane is? An hour away, great beaches. You go, well, that's not what I was talking about. I was talking about Brisbane. Are you saying Melbourne must be good because there's nothing? No, nature. What the fuck are you going to do? Go to the Thousand Steps in the Dandenongs or drive the Great Ocean Road a couple of hours away. Am I gonna swim at Port Melbourne, get the
2: boogie board out when the spirit of Tasmania takes off, get a bit of the <laughs> Well that's why that's why you've had to build so many pubs and stuff. Yeah, I know. Just for literally to get something to do.
1: But that's what makes it good. Yeah. That's what makes the city good. Yeah. Sydney, where would you even be inside?
2: Well, dunno. Catch the virus. You're locked down. <laughs> um <laughs> This week though, we're having a squiz at Canadian Airline, different airline, WestJet. And I feel like from your end there's been a little bit of derision at airline accidents and incidents being summarized at the top of an episode, so I'm not gonna do it. Um also no proper juicy ones from Westjet. Oh no.
1: Yeah, they haven't come up in a I've been watching a fair bit of air crash investigations on it's on Disney Plus. Fits yeah. right in. Lion King and the and and Aladdin and Frozen for the kids. And then for the adults, you can just watch a seven four seven fucking
2: smash it all mountain. Oh yeah. You won't see Westjet on that. No. All they've had is just touching down too late, overrunning the tarmac, popping the plane up on the grass a couple of times. That's it. Nothing wrong with that. It's like hitting the gutter, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Needs some new hubcaps. Who cares?
1: I've, I've watched this short uh, YouTube doco that our mate Bart Freeban sent to me uh, on bush pilots in Alaska that are in this tiny, tiny little plane that they built in the that was built in the fifties and they haven't been able to make anything as good for these jobs since. What jobs? This plane, they have to land it's landing anywhere that's not an airport. So they're landing on mountains and stuff. Oh, that's a focker beaches
2: and no it's not a Fokker. It's uh What jobs are they doing? Dropping guns off to
1: Piper. Piper Cub. That's Piper. Piper Cub, yeah. And they mate, they just land they just land on some they land on ice. They land on all sorts of shit. And they've got these they've chucked these new tyres on there. Look like um, sort of mini monster truck tyres at the front. Yeah. Because I always, I do find that amazing about planes. Just a A380s landing, and there's just a shitload of these tiny little wheels that you have. Fuck, just. Oh, yeah. A bit bigger
2: on the wheels. Little forklift truck ones. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just all back of a penny farthing yeah. tyres. <laughs> nah.
2: Do you reckon the, the wheels are so small because they just don't want to build bigger stairs to get us all off. If you if you're another <laughs> five metres off the ground with big monster truck wheels, I don't know. You've got to change every airport today though. And this is you know classic Canadian for our protagonist. It is necessary to do a bit of background on this bloke before we get into the incident. Um, twenty eight year old aspiring rapper oh. from Vaughan, Ontario. Uh, James Potok, also known as Potok Philippe, and coincidentally the owner of one of the most punchable fucking faces on the internet.
1: Oh yeah, punchable head, and very rarely, to, like you, you'll send to a, hey, check out these videos, and I I need some audio grabs. This this and this, and I'll watch the rest of the videos just so I'm I'm interested in seeing what else there. There's an overwhelming amount of audio that could be played in this episode. It could be a five parter. All on this fuckhead. And we should also say white rapper. So it's the second time we've had a dumb cunt white rapper. Yes. uh, This time Canadian. First one was Australian, our good mate Jet.
2: Last night I had a dream I died, now I feel so alive. I nearly died yesterday, Lord tried to take my breath away. He did eventually. Yeah. Samurai Code in the end, wasn't
1: it? What's Samurai Code. A man named Blake and a samurai
2: sword. (laughs) Ouchie. Blake Vjet, Well, this particular bloke, Potok Philippe Rapper, he's... Um, Named after the watch. Is it a piss take on the watch brand? I don't know. What's a watch brand? Called Philippe. Yeah. PayTech. I, I'm going to... Yeah. Oh, probably. Paytek Philippe? I don't know, pa- man.
1: P-A-T-E-K Philippe? I don't know. Swiss luxury watch, watch brand?
2: I don't read expensive magazines. I don't go yachting and I don't play tennis. I don't know a lot about watches. <laughs> Well, he's from um, he's from Vaughan, this fella, city north of Toronto. Yeah, and uh, he has produced, according to its, Vaughan has, according to its Wikipedia page, about one hundred notable people, of whom you will know two. on you one. Oh yeah. Um, All right. on you Elizabeth Arden, cosmetics manufacturer. Yeah. Someone who of course used to kill Mickey whales to wipe their juice on women's necks and stuff. Uh, the one you'll know <laughs> is a retired lightweight cage fighter, Mark Borchek from Vaughan, Ontario. Oh, enough don't know I know Mark Borchek must be early days of the UFC. I thought you knew all of them. <laughs> I thought you were, you're a cage fighting historian. Don't have the ears for it. Oh uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, James Potok Philippe is, is aiming to be on that exclusive list of hockey players at some stage of his life. um, a lot of material on the internet concerning his music and James talking about himself.
1: I didn't realise this is something that people spend
0: lots of time developing lyrics because that's what it is. Like The beat, people got to create a beat. The beat's got to be magical. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics have to be just as good. Keep dragging me down, but you know I want to leave. Shorty, let me out because I think I'm in too deep. Sick of being a clown, sick of begging on my knees. <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> I fucking hate that style of music, whatever you call that style of rap. I'm
0: pulling up. I'm too fucked up. You can't keep up. Please do touch my cup. Don't call my bluff. She can't get enough. Bubble butt. I'm just trying
1: to fuck.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> By the way, for a bloke that said... I didn't
0: realise this is something that people spend lots of time developing.
1: Developing lyrics and yeah. then he's rhymed up with up. Yeah. Which... Uh, <laughs>
0: Oh, sorry. sorry I'm pulling up yeah. I'm too fucked up <laughs> You can't keep up Please touch my cup
1: <laughs> Hold on, up, 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 cup <laughs>
2: Oh, God
1: A Dr. Seuss over
2: here Aspiring rapper That's got to be the worst of all the aspirings, I reckon Oh, Aspirations are quality people look for in others And yet, as a label, it really whiffs of not good enough Slash never will be Especially when it comes to rap there's no, there's no way newsreaders or any sort of modern journalist, for that matter, isn't intending aspiring rapper to be an insult. Oh, no.
1: Well, it's never, att- I don't know if it's attached to any great
2: news story. Well, it's just saying failed, isn't it? Because from what I can see, the barriers to entry quite low. You can just say, I'm a rapper, not I'm an aspiring rapper. The
1: photo of his on his SoundCloud. Is him in Sunny's parked in front of what I think is an old Rolls Royce. Do you think he saw it on the street? Yeah, I reckon he has just sat in front. Of him. <laughs> He's lucky enough to walk past a classic car show. Oh, He's got, fuck yeah, yeah. I need a rap album. And it, by the way, his name definitely piss take of the watch brand. Ugh. And much like his skills, a, a poor off. Yeah, way to stick it to the man, buddy. Telling us like it is. Here's the type of Patek Philippe you'd get in Bali. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, look at it, man. It's a Potok Philippe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My mate brought back from Southeast Asia a pair of beasel shoes. They were diesel, but with a B <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> Fake diesels, but they're beezles. Pretty good.
1: Well, I'm gonna mention I'm gonna mention him again. Um, our mate, Bart Freeban, has a great bit about somebody saying, hey, that Gucci bag you've got, it's fake. He's like, well, does it carry stuff in there? It's not a fake bag. Yeah. Like it is a bag. Yeah. It's like it would be fake if you went to put something in there and it just hit the floor and you realised it's just a 2D printout of a bag. You go, that's a fake bag. They've tricked
2: you. Yeah. Imagine imagine getting about in public in Gucci, like not ironically. Mm. Pretty good. Gucci flip-flops are my favourite. Like Gucci slides. Never seen it. Slides are the ones that go over the top of your foot. You don't put your toe in between yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gucci slides. Ugh. Well, if,
1: you if you've never seen Gucci slides, you obviously don't follow Conor McGregor on Instagram
2: because that's most of his footwear. Those those shoes, they're for children or they look like those Japanese toilet slippers.
1: Yeah. In high school, it was all, always my Filipino mates had slides. Easy easy to drop out the front of the house
2: with all the other shoes. Masseur sandals, yeah.
1: Yeah, or just slides,
2: Nike slides, Echo slides. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Anyway, better jump into the incident. I've been marking around, but this is the bloke who features. This was a WestJet Flight 2702 from Toronto to Montego Bay.
1: Um, you always talk about um, the poor cookies on your computer having a bad time. You send me some fucking songs <laughs> that I go I do not know I've never heard I've never heard this I've never seen the bloke singing it. What the fuck is this Come
2: play me love, what are you Huge hit. It's great oh, oh, makes me want to have a margarita in the backyard it's on the bulk of sort of <laughs> uh, compilation reggae albums. Of that era. Great. Yeah. Um, What I say too, before I state the date of this incident, I received a rather alarming message from one of our listeners in Hong Kong saying that uh, Mm -hmm. they enjoy the podcast, but just wanted to flag that the way I present the date is annoying him. So in response to this, I'd like to say I'll stay the date however the fuck I want. And also I don't want to make a big deal of this, but furthermore, (laughs) next time you get to Australia, you cheeky little turd, I'm going to take you down the beach and give you a flogging. How's that sound? Um anyway, makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> Shout out, of course, to young Mr. L. heggy in uh in Hong Kong there. He's my nephew. Um
1: Oh, was that your nephew who sent you that?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh fuck. You don't wind up an uncle like that. I wouldn't have thought so. But uh different time, isn't it? The youth. Will he be back? Will it be hopefully everything's open and he's back this Christmas? Well, that'd be good, but it doesn't matter. I'm not gonna forget. Because um, you, much like a rapper, you might have to do a collab with someone at Christmas. I recommend <laughs> this bloke.
0: Alcohol. Mr. Boo. Luke Heggie
1: featuring Mr. Booze, <laughs> Putting a beat down on the young nephew.
2: <laughs> anyway, so this incident, it's, uh, it's February 3, 2020, and our aspiring rapper, Hero, He's on his way to Jamaica to lay down some beats and lyrics or whatever it is these people do. I suspect he's just going down there to pilfer the music and lyrics of unspe- unsuspecting locals for his own profit under the guise of collabing with third world types to bring us all together, not unlike Paul Simon in the mid-80s.
1: Oh, fuck yeah. A lot of stolen, just straight up stolen the music. The Led Zeppelin one blew my mind when I found out that Led Zeppelin's like four of <laughs> Four of their biggest hits are just stolen
2: off black artists. 100% frauds now. Yeah, <laughs> that's disappointing. I don't know. I still think they're pretty good myself. Um, anyway, so is this bloke, James Potok, as we heard, a.k.a. Potok Philippe. He's on, he's on the four-hour, zero-minute flight and everything is satisfyingly unremarkable until at what stage do you reckon something happened? Did you say four-hour flight?
1: Yeah. I'd have to guess... This many hours in.
0: Three, oh, it's the magic number. Yeah, it is. It's the magic number. Somewhere in that ancient mystic trinity, you get three. It's the magic number.
2: Three? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Um. So yeah, ja- James Potok. He wasn't his alter ego, Potok Philippe at, at at the time. So he wasn't asking young girls if they were yet sixteen over the steady <laughs> din of a loop laptop synthesizer. He instead he was doing he was doing this.
1: And is in custody tonight after an incident on a WestJet flight. Peel Police say. A man stood up during the flight from Toronto and told other passengers that he had the
0: coronavirus. <laughs>
2: Pretty good. Never heard someone say "good one" sincerely. Yeah, it just good one. It doesn't happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a, you get a good job. Yeah, good job, mate. I say that to my son. He goes for a wee on the potty. Good job. Yeah. But if he misses the potty, I say, "Fucking good one." Yeah.
2: Oh, good ones always a very, very hard G on the good one. And um, you can also tell this is the early days of the pandemic because they're still saying the coronavirus. Mm. Everyone was definitely, definitely on edge in February 2020.
1: Um, well, except Australia were laughing about it. I was high fiving people after my Brisbane Comedy Festival show. Yeah, I was still having a laugh. Saying I'll make out with anyone. I'm not scared of it. And only got Tom Hanks. Get fucked. Yeah. And uh, I was wrong. Much like if you look through my sports bet uh, betting history, you can see I'm not good at predicting the future. <laughs> it's not a real Nick Stradamus over here. Bloke <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like that is wrong the crushing majority of the time.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, almost as if the, the gambling institutions have it figured out for fuckwits. Um, <laughs> so as a as a sort of under underappreciated <laughs> musician, he's after some much needed publicity. Who isn't? So he needs something, anything to get the world's attention after which we'll all acknowledge his genius, I reckon.
1: Now, you say that and some people, listeners might be thinking, well, maybe that's just a hecky negative spin on what this...
0: uh Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
1: Hotok Philippe was up to three hours into a flight. This is what he said on the news. He said I'm an upcoming artist. Um, The publicity
2: was was what I was really looking for. (laughs) Yeah, brilliant.
1: He just said it. So don't worry, it's not Heggy spinning history. It's not fake news over here.
2: Oh, That's what Potok said himself. I think you'll find all of history's greatest thinkers have engineered publicity stunts from which to build a legacy. This is, is just another one. What better way to get your art across the line than to create a viral video with not even a loose connection to your fucking music? What a little champ. <laughs> um, viral videos, that's what he's after. But it's like, for me, like I don't know much about, you know, how to. Do you reckon he just
1: handed out, do you reckon he said that, I got everyone I've got coronavirus, and then they're all
2: looking at him and he just started handing out little mixtapes of his album, Well, like it's Times Square. You joke about that, but I saw a photo of him <laughs> on his uh, social media, which has gone to ground but come back, and it's him. He looks like he's at an airport or something. He's just got. Would appear to me it's either fly, I think it's DVDs or CDs at his like yeah. about a hundred of his own at his feet. Saying yeah. something like, you know, when the gun gets tough, the tough get moving or something along these lines. That's him mm. flogging off his merch.
1: Um Well, using like uh, you know, inspirational quotes to push
0: I'm pulling up, I'm too fucked up, you can't keep up. Please i my cup. Don't call my she can't get enough bubble butt. I'm just trying to fuck. Oh.
2: is that
1: are they different? <laughs> I just like playing it because it starts in your face you just get
2: so sour <laughs> is there, are there that falls under the umbrella of rap but they got to be subsections of rap don't they? because that one that sucks yeah. that style I can't stand oh really and it's it's so common mm. but that's not like some raps really good but that yeah. That whatever that one you call that one, nah. Fucking awful. I'd love
1: to know what forty odd year old Queenslander Luke Heggie <laughs> His
2: <laughs> favourite rappers. <laughs> I don't I don't know any, but some of it is yeah. quite listenable. It's just not of course. It's not my thing, but that is definitely not no. my thing. If that's anyone's, stop listening, get off. <laughs> this isn't your thing? <laughs> I'm pulling up. Yeah. I'm too
0: you can't keep up, please
1: untouch my cup. Uh, he's even got it. It, it. it sounds like he's got auto-tune on something that's not even sun. I don't know. It's a weird. Just talking into auto-tune. my cup. Yeah, j- now it just sounds like he's got a bubble in his throat. Here. I'm
0: pulling up. I'm too fucked up. You can't keep up. Please don't touch my cup.
2: It's that voice distortion thing that annoys me the most, I think. Just sing. Yeah, that's it. Like auto Someone's tapping your fucking Adam's apple while you're trying to sing. Hmm. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> singing into a fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, his rhyming has about the same level of aptitude as me when I was the up, age up, of singing up, into cup. a fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, making a viral video, though, that's not – that's not a, an exact science from what I've seen. It seems to me it's either an unlikely combo of two things, like a kid with no arms playing concert piano, we all have a cry or something against all the odds, or like someone just doing something incredibly fucking stupid, like chucking shit off a balcony.
1: Well, you will appreciate that on Potok Philippe's SoundCloud account, there are six comments under that song, Drown. Um, oh, Drown and there's Drown i played before. There's Drown and Blast Off. Yep. Yeah. Um, And under under Drown, which is this classic. Keep dragging
0: me down, but you know I wanna leave. Shorty, let me out. Cause I think I'm in too deep.
2: Uh, Is that a different song (laughs) to the one you're playing before? (laughs) Play them at the same time. Keep
0: dragging me down, but you know I wanna leave. Shorty, let me out. Cause
2: all the same to me.
1: (laughs) Drown. Someone wrote, You were in too deep when you got on that plane, boy. Oh, great. (laughs) And then. James Owens wrote, you're drowning in that coronavirus. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, what a f- – the end of days. Own lyrics to give him shit, yeah. That these people can get celebrated. Not too far away now from people being called a triple threat if they're good at YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's right in there. So have your – hey, you've got okay, – I'm terrified of this.
1: Have um, either of your kids – we've got – Luch and I are mates of ours who are kids, you know, get to 10, 12, whatever, and they're like, we want to be YouTubers. No. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, I'm like, no. It might have been said and I just didn't hear it, but no way. <laughs> um,
1: Your brain won't. <laughs> yeah, that, nah, nah, nah. Just don't that.
2: I wondered why I walked around oh, wow. and smashed every screen in the house. That was probably it. So,
1: well, they're for Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Frisbee down to Coogee Beach. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Why'd the TV go again? Oh, someone said
2: something about YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the crew found a mask and gloves and made him sit right at the back in those things as well as a light pink jumper, which may or may not have already belonged to him anyway, although that doesn't make sense. <laughs> A man, a rapper no less, with a baby pink jumper on, not looking particularly gangster to me. I'd like to think they made him wear it, but maybe uh, not.
1: You've got to see this. There's a rapper, um, Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's the number six IX, the number nine INE, number six t- V one. This is tick, huh? Well, the number six. This is takashi 69.
2: Oh, he's got a 69 on his forehead in a tattoo. Yeah. Is that a tattoo? Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ.
1: Yeah. And he wears colourful, um, he's got like colourful grills in music videos and stuff. Yeah. Looks like a weird child. And he go, geez, all right, maybe he's one of these rappers that, you know, talks a lot of shit, hasn't done anything. A bit like Ludacris. I don't know if you know Ludacris. No. Chris Bridges, and he's now an actor. Goes by his actual name. Okay, um, he's been in a bunch of movies and stuff. But ludicrous, a lot of rappers talking a lot of shit, not doing much. Man, it' quite a rap sheet for six nine. He's done a fair bit. He's choked someone at a shopping mall, robbery, assault, kidnapping. Um, was confirmed to be under investigation in a shooting of another rapper. Domestic violence, another assault, trial, jail. You go fuck. See, I would have made fun of the guy with the colourful hair.
2: How's he get the time to make music? That's a full schedule.
1: <laughs> Lot on. And he's got to get the face tat and his hair coloured. Oh,
2: his- yeah, Almost as if it's all show, all gear, no idea, that whole game. I don't know. Um, That's your rap album. <laughs> all gear, no idea. <laughs> get out of the game, you fucking frauds. I'll show you how it's done. Um, Potok he got the opportunity to show his side of the story and uh, there's a fair bit of audio good shit too
0: uh, what I happen to say just so everyone is clear is uh, I stood up I said can I have everybody's attention uh, I have recently returned from Hunan province I don't feel too well those are the exact words verbatim no, at no time did I stand up and say I have the coronavirus just so we clear that up
2: <laughs> yep what a dude. Good bloke. Fucking hell. I'll take everything back. Seems like a fucking great guy. He got interviewed a few times. Old um I'm surprised it didn't just wrap
1: that whole thing. I then stood up, said my temp is up.
2: I did fuck up. <laughs> Someone knocked out my cup. And that's you just made that up in about ten seconds. That's about the amount of time a child or someone like this takes to make up a song, Or their laptop's just see,
1: making. Beats. See how close I was to it.
0: I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm too fucked up. <laughs>
2: He's um. He got interviewed. There's one interview. Did you? I sent you one. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. Though, but he's he, he was not shy of talking about himself.
1: One interview with like what I assume is a Canadian uh, TMZ. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like it's like an aspiring TMZ. Yeah. Which is incredible. <laughs> Worse than aspiring rapper. Yeah. This is really. <laughs> 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 There's people that want to be on TMZ. Yeah. Won't say Z.
0: Forgive me, but really dumb things just so something goes viral, potentially dangerous things. The media perpetuates that. Because you guys are all now asking for interviews, because you post it on media, because it gets on social media, that perpetuates people wanting to do videos. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. So not his fault, basically. Yeah. Someone made media. Everyone else made him
1: do it. Imagine that, just three hours into a flight, you had a few beers, you're sitting back. Like I might just watch the rest of the movie. No, fuck this. The media would love a story like this. Yeah. <laughs> I better get to causing a ruckus.
2: I think he's I think he's premeditated it to happen at that exact time, thinking, no, I'll be right here. Mm. This would be brilliant. I don't know what he thought. He's clearly pretty thick. He tries to sound clever and string a couple of sentences together. But he's a bit thick, this fella. Um, that interviewer had a very good point towards the end of the interview. I didn't know. Um, I don't know if I sent you this, but he's he talking about. Oh yeah, I've I got it here. Oh, go on. There's no running from it. So,
0: but James, I think that's the point, though. You are a musician. I, I have to admit, I'm not familiar with your work, but why not become famous and successful via the merits of your music as opposed to doing some
1: crazy stunt on board an aircraft?
0: Yeah. So the generations changed. Uh, people, it's 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 unfortunate, but musical talent doesn't sell you. Uh,
1: doesn't
2: get sold you need to bring attention to yourself and that's just the way that this generation feels oh, so hmm. i think everybody needs to stop panicking james like so many others is actually a victim here <laughs> so
1: good on him though for sitting there you imagine that though you've spent some money on a you know on a studio recording session and you've just finished you know another verse i'm pulling and... up
0: yeah, i'm too fucked up <laughs>
2: Guarantee I'm not the only one getting sick of this. People are going to stop listening. I would have turned off to drop my cups ago if I were a, a subscriber to this podcast. I'll be padding a complaint up. right now.
1: I've had enough. Yep. <laughs> time to listen to Dum Dum Club. Um, <laughs> it was in that very. Imagine though you finished your studio session and the producer's there and he just gets on the mic into the booth and's it's like, hey, um, hey, Potech, or whatever his fucking name is, hey, Potech, spitting some pretty hot fire there, champ, <laughs> but uh, that's not going to get you across the line. I need a plane diverted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can put auto-tune and shit on this, a pretty dodgy beat underneath, oh. a chick singing the chorus that sounds like the rest of them. Yeah. I
2: just need, yeah. Can you get in the news? Yeah. Oh. Wolf. In that in that same street interview that we just took a few bites out of, um someone drove past and yelled at him out the window, you're that Wuhan loser. <laughs> you can't hear it, but they the interviewer references it. By the way,
1: that's how you know he's an aspiring rapper, sad as a drive-by. Oh yeah, an insult. It's meant to be a fucking Glock nine out the window, yeah. rat that tat tat, and it's fucking game over for old Potek. But it's like, oh, you fucking, you're that Wuhan cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't even get drive by properly.
2: Well, that's what, even Aussie rappers have to. Since you know the Nanny State took all our guns, they don't do draw, they do drive bys with eggs and stuff now. Aussie rappers, the odd samurai, obviously
1: graffiti. Yeah, little um, little paintball gun. That they've
2: bought in parts. Oh, yeah. Get
1: it with a laser pointer. They've stuck back from barley.
2: <laughs> Sticky tape a laser pointer to the top of your Nerf gun. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, I did read, and I'm not sure if it's untrue, but there were reports that Pay- Paytech Philippe was doing interviews for four hundred dollars a pop after this stunt. Sick. So I don't yeah. know how that goes. Bit cameo.
1: Appreciate all the Patreon subscribers. Uh, we will be. <laughs> Taking $400 out of that
2: <laughs> and hitting up Potek for a chat. Oh, man. I'd say- you, Would you do it? Would you chat to him? To Potok? Yeah. He would be well up for a chat. No, I don't want to chat to him. You're getting him on the line now. <laughs> <You> think I-, <laughs> I don't want to chat to any of these people, to be honest. I
1: know, I know I'm in breakfast radio, but I just can't get fucking Potok up. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is he on the phone?
1: Thirteen ten sixty.
2: Did he call in? <laughs> He's been waiting this whole time. We just rip it into the prick, just waiting on the line, just to get some more publicity. Whatever, anything will do. Um,
1: Man, he's actually got it
2: big in Australia.
1: To, oh no, surely that's not him, Potok Philippe James Potok. Oh, oh hold on.
2: you on Instagram.
1: Hold on, I am. Yeah, I've seen it. Have you seen? It? I know what he is, mate. <laughs> mate, hold on, dinger. There's only two things you. How, hold on. How did you not bring this up? Or were you well, about I was,
2: to I was going a bit later? What is what is up? Where is it? Where are they now? One of those right. ones.
1: Yeah. I'll well, say for you. It's oh, made right. me very happy. Yeah, it's good. It's, made me very happy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's got a blue tick too. Yeah. Mad dog. They just give them to anyone, do they, mate? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Makes you think, doesn't it? could think of nothing I'd like less. Um Potok and I. One degree of separation
1: from Potok and I.
2: Yeah. It's like you're from the same stable. He's Potok, he's not the only one pulling publicity stunts in early 2020, exactly the same. Like it's a crazy time to be doing in the early days of the pandemic, around February, March 2020, a lot of opportunists scrambled to see if they could take advantage of a collectively grim situation for their own personal gain. Like or some of them were just sad and lonely people who thought they didn't have another option to get love. But um <laughs> overwhelmingly it was just dickheads. There were a couple, when I was looking at this, they go, oh, in other ones, check these out. Like a 72-year-old George Gergy was flying from Dallas to Nashville when a flight attendant told him to put his tray away. And uh, he pointed to a plastic bag full of medication and started shouting that he had coronavirus. And um, he made the mistake, though. They weren't yet off the ground, so they just drove back to the gate and got the old fella off, got him arrested for falsely reporting an emergency. So,
1: see, smart move there by Potok. He was close. Did it get diverted? Did get diverted? Yeah.
2: Didn't it? He um, this old bloke. He didn't have any symptoms, and when he saw they were taking it seriously, he just said, "No, it's just Josh." And again, though, <laughs> seventy-two. I'm surprised there aren't more anarchists at that age. All that's stopping them is their imagination and a little bit of strength they may have left to just fucking oh,
1: spirit. Yeah, but it's also maybe that lack of spirit that has allowed them to get to seventy-two. Yeah, that is someone that's too full of spirit. That's an <laughs> they excellent. They can go point. out earlier.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Queensland spirit doesn't stay bottled up for seventy two years. It explodes well before that.
1: Mate, my my great grandma Nana Min loved her a bit. She lived to one hundred and four. I'll tell you what though, not the most entertaining stories I've ever heard. Oh, that's okay. how you get to one hundred and four. Yeah. Get drunk twice, boo.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot of people still labouring under the misconception that age equals wisdom. <laughs> A lot of them are just boring fuckheads and never done anything.
1: My dad, when I turned 18, I think it was 17 or 18, he pulled me aside and said, mate, remember I've told you, growing up, you've got to respect your elders. They know more than you. Mm. I said, yeah, dad. He said, that was just to help get you to this point. I'm here to tell you a lot of them are just fucking
2: simpletons. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be right. Absolutely. A lot of dickheads get old. Um, <laughs> another old bloke was on a bus in New Hampshire telling people on the bus he had coronavirus. So That's nothing. That's nothing on a Greyhound bus. Well, Who gives a shit? The driver pulled over, got everyone off except this fella, and he locked him in the bus, and he summons the filth. Just attention staff, this bloke, not much else to that. A um, bunch of other garden variety joke claims to having the virus were happening. Um also, look, at a 23-year-old Texas man, and man has become a strictly legal term only for a male of that age, um, Michael Brandon, two first names, a bit like you, <laughs> uh, he said, this is how paranoid everybody was in, was in February, March last year. He said in a social media post that he had the virus, and then he also incorrectly alleged the virus had become airborne, and then everyone who followed him, he must have been very popular, uh, and in the area, panicked and jumped jumped on the phone, just jammed up hospital and police phone lines. When he was questioned by the cops, Brandon said his post was to make a point that you can't believe everything you view online. They said, <laughs> okay, well done, you're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jail. Yeah. Well, they, they released him on a $1,000 bond. He'll probably never work again. So job done. Jesus. Um, yeah, you can't be
1: typing shit on Facebook. Can take a gun to the shops though. Texas. Yeah.
2: Well, the bunch of, <laughs> bunch of other sort of American, I know my rights, I'm you know, in mean, Texas types, did cough on cops after being pulled over when maggot. That's a very resourceful move. This was at the height of paranoia around the, exactly the same time as, as Potok was getting busy. Lucky not to get shot in the face for that mm. early in 2020. Like I would pull a gun if someone did that even when there's no virus. Pre-co- yeah, pre-coronavirus, yeah. just getting pulled over in the States. Could happen.
1: <laughs> One woman said- Spraying the little bullets.
2: <laughs> One woman said she had it so she didn't have to go to a child support hearing. She's I'm not going to court. I've got the coronavirus. And they go, okay. Wow. See you next month, dickhead. Um, wow. General consensus that time, though, was if you started coughing and sneezing, people just steer clear.
1: Well, it is. And let's let's be honest- The only positive about how terribly slow um, Australia's vaccination rollout has been is that we still do have a, I've got the sniffles Can't come in.
2: Yeah. Now you see someone coughing and sneezing. You'd stay well away from them. You could could cough and sneeze your way right up to the crown jewels and nick them as long as you're blowing (laughs) snot in a tissue at the time, right at the apex of the panic. No one gave a fuck. They just wanted to stay away from you. They didn't know February 2020. Is that a new bank robbery? Just coughing all the I've way to safe. I've got a
1: fucking fever. <laughs> I've got a fucking fever.
2: <laughs> syringe full of blood. That's gone. It's just coughing. <laughs> no one, no one really knew how it worked, did they? But we're, we're all trying to. By be the cool. way,
1: syringe of blood never used for a bigger crime than a Seven Eleven robbery. I reckon.
2: Yeah, i th- well, yeah, never successfully. I wouldn't think. Give us all the gold bullion. I've got. Going- <laughs>
1: It's never that. It's give me all those winnie blues. Yeah. Don't fucking look at my face. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you can't exchange syringe for a bar of gold, you reckon. <laughs> Not happening. Um, Yeah, we're all trying to be cool with that in those early months. Weren't we? It was just we didn't know. We're all, th- we're all thinking, oh, will this be another SARS visa or something more serious <laughs> or is it even real? Um. So anyway, the fallout of this, because James has waited until magic hour to pull this stunt, they've decided to add three hours to the trip and go all the way back to Toronto. Oh. They U-turn, went back. Disease protocol on a plane. These these protocols were put in place during Ebola when that was popular. Um, go back to where you came from, piss off. <laughs> 250 people really unimpressed with his joke. Six hours on a plane. Didn't even go to Montego Bay; just went straight back to Toronto. Oof. Wonder if they played
1: that song on the way back, back to Toronto. Doesn't have the same ring. Let's <laughs> right, sing along. we go going back to Toronto. No. <laughs>
2: um, he's PayTech lost his. He lost his YouTube channel since this incident, which is unfortunate because I reckon he would have been prolific, and we would have seen that would have just wasted my week basically watching him. I need I need to see the music video for this. (laughs) I reckon he would have to hire a lot of very short women to be in it. (laughs) Unfortunately, and this has disappeared, his entire apology video. Uh, it's not available anymore where he, plug, he plugs his music at the end of it he apologizes said look i shouldn't have done that but uh respect that i fucking i'm back on board <laughs> head over to com for some beats
1: just when i thought i was out he's he's pulled me back in
2: <laughs> well <that's, laughs> no. you can't really find too much about him anymore you can't keep a good man down hopefully hopefully he like you will appear on a notable people from somewhere page in on wikipedia sometime this Actually, I don't know if you've looked this. I looked up Hoppers Crossing on Wikipedia. Mm. Doesn't even have a notable residence section.
1: Yet. Oh, get fucked! Yeah, we had a we had a put yourself in it. No, we had um, Russell Mark.
2: Don't even know what that is. Border of Australia.
1: He um, won the gold medal double trap in Atlanta, and then Olympic silver medal in Sydney.
2: Michael Diamond. No, Russell Mark. He was the other one. All oh, right. Yeah, okay. Shooter. Mm. You've got quite an affiliation with Shooters from what I've heard in your past. Um, Yeah, well, he's not on the – there's no notable people from Hopper's Crossing on there. You should put him and oh. you on. You first. We'd
1: like to keep it low key, mate. Are you there for for Brisbane? Have you made it? No.
2: <laughs> Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> Does Brisbane have it? Have what? Brisbane.
2: Wikipedia? I Does would think so.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, I mean more notable people or do they – Keep it a bit
2: I'd say so. But it's 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 I don't think they do split up into suburbs, isn't it?
1: Oh, okay. Now some places it'll just say these people are from here.
2: Oh right eh? oh. you're probably on the Melbourne one. I haven't looked. Um either way though, old uh, Potok has been charged but was released on conditions, I assume, because the world needs art. Um Never really got to the bottom of it. I think everyone was just sick of the turd by the time he got into court. That there weren't any journalists there. <laughs> he is still happily on social media, so he's, he got kicked off, but he's back. And you—you you just saw—he's not very active. Although he did make an appearance in mid twenty twenty to tell people they shouldn't be racist while also promoting himself. Um, oh, hold on—the one I'm looking at just has one photo. Oh yeah, that's Instagram. He's, he's across a couple yeah. of others, a couple of the other ones. Oh, okay. He appears also to be spasmodically very grateful for his family and friends. But um, you've got his bio there, his Instagram, very short bio. Oh, yeah. Hit me.
1: (laughs) Crypto entrepreneur. (laughs) Yes. And musician.
2: (laughs) Bit of a pivot. Terrible combo. (laughs) I'd rather all the musicians I like know very little about money markets and stocks and vice versa. Oh, that's a crypto
1: it. entrepreneur. He's fucking done it. That's a grim situation. Entrepreneur in, in after crypto is just such a oh. great juxtaposition. Yeah. How the fuck anyone would know where that's going? In? Speculator at best,
2: <laughs> crypto gambler. You should, should have to say dickhead. After crypto.
1: <laughs> crypto dickhead. Yeah.
2: There's nothing else to it.
1: I'd have made a few years ago. We made an absolute mozza on it and turned up to a comedy night one night in a floral shirt buttoned almost down to his belly button with a full chest hat and a gold watch on. He was pumped. He'd made heaps
2: and then uh, subsequently lost it all. Well, did it exist? Like, Did he make heaps and turn it into actual money or just?
1: Yeah, turn it into cash and then went, this thing's still going up. I'm putting it back in oh and uh
2: yeah that's like when vanilla rice invested in his second single did he, he said don't worry about it mate well a lot of people a lot of first a lot of one hit wonders do yeah nah don't do a second album mate you're all right <laughs> pull up there start buying kangaroos I know
1: <laughs> I know we've spoken about it before but I uh I am fascinated in those you just said before the where are they now yeah things yep I love where it's like a where are they now in a one-hit wonder. I'm like, hopefully they're enjoying their life. Like you imagine just getting in, get to the top for a brief period of time, yeah. look around and go, nah, get this cash and get the fuck out. Like the ones that choose not to do it again.
2: Yeah, I think that's quite rare. I think they get a taste and oh, go, very rare. I'm probably the greatest musician ever. <laughs> this is obviously going to repeat itself for the next 20 years. I'm buying some speedboats. <laughs> Plural. <laughs> can never have enough watercraft. Oh, Either way, everyone should just lighten up. Jokes like James Potox, just, you know, tension breakers, lighten up everyone, take it easy. Yeah. On the just trying to have a laugh. Everyone's trying to have fun. Just get through it. We're all in this together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks for listening in. Make sure you get on the Patreon, if you can, patreon.com slash mid-flight brawl uh, for some extra episodes and whatnot. We're doing a live show in Melbourne, November 7, the Palais Theatre as a part of the Great Australian Podcast Festival. There's a lot of good shows on there, so get around that, the Great Australian Podcast Festival. um, Heggie and I don't think we've got any gigs coming up. No, I've
2: got nothing planned, probably till November. We're supposed to go out to uh, Western New South Wales in October together for some shows. And uh, stand-up shows, but I don't know if that's going to yeah. fly Yeah, oh, fuck, here.
1: let's see what happens. Who knows? Um, well, you know what? To finish the show, I've played the song you hated so much and mm. I'm not going to do it again. Good. So let's leave on this. Come sing me love. Come sing me oh. Oh. Oh.
2: I'm up. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> Done. See you, mate. Gotta go. Bye.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Mid Air Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid flight brawl, dickhead. Oh fucking hell.
2: Okay, ready to go the clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap.